Welcome. We're here for session number four of the benching series. Hope that you're ready for Adamus. He certainly is ready to share with us. So again, welcome. Here we are in the Connection Center in Louisville, ready to go. And with that said, let's, as always, begin with the deep and conscious breath, the breath of life. Take the good deep breath and let the energies flow. Let the energies flow. Breathe. Breathe into you. Breathe into you. Releasing all the distractions, just letting it all go. Breathing the I am here, I am present. Stay with that good deep breath. Breathing as the master and the human. Again, breathing, I am here, I am present. Breathe, feeling the energies of Adamus. As always, he's here for each of us with every breath and every step of the way. Take the good deep breath and feel into it as we go on ready for this shout. I am that I am. Adamus of St. Germain. Welcome, dear Shambra, to 2022. Let's take a good deep breath with that as we begin this shout. Mm-hmm. Trying to get my balance here. Oh, oh, my my coffee, dear Carrie. Thank you. So, oh, and treats to go Those with are it. Homemade by Vanessa. Homemade by Vanessa. Coffee and treats, uh, and, and so appropriate. It was almost as if by magic because I'm just coming from the house of Kihak. You see, uh, I had to rush right over here for the shout back to back, and uh, I was a bit hungry. Even uh, as an ascended master gets a bit hungry once in a while. So thank you, dear Carrie, uh, because they had just left me this water, uh, water for an ascended master. Good for me. Good. Thank you. I'll have a sip of coffee as we begin. Welcome. <clears throat> Good. Welcome to twenty. 22. And I'm going to start by saying, as we enter this year, we also enter a whole new phase for Chambra. Uh, you could say kind of for the world, but that's been happening. But even for Chambra, we turn that next corner, we, we cross that next hill. Before going any further, I want to point out the importance and the value of natural protection. We talked about it in our last shout. We've talked about it in Kihak. I'll continue to remind you and mention this natural protection. The world is going through so many changes right now, and it's not going to get any easier, it's not going to get any better, and it's not going to slow down. These were changes that were called for, asked for, almost demanded by those on the planet who have consciousness, who understand that it's time for a change in the human biology, in every system on the planet. We've been talking about it in Pronost. People have been meditating on it, praying for it, asking for it, for change to come. And it's here, and it's not going to go away right away. It's going to be frightening at times, overwhelming at times. 
mind-numbing at times, high levels of anxiety, and everything else that comes along with change. There are going to be those who continue to desire change, want things to change, and those appropriately that want to hold back. I say appropriately because there are those who, well, like so many of you, who desire change, you, you uh, ask for it to, to come without a lot of consideration of the consequences of changing fast. There are those on the planet right now who are actually holding back, and, and to a degree it serves a value. It keeps things from moving so fast that it would destroy the, the, the planet. Because some of the changes that you want, you want them right now. You want them today. You want the, you wish they had already happened, and and many on the planet like you. But if change comes too quick, it has a habit of throwing things so out of balance and, and causing so much um, chaos that things just um, well, uh, they don't get to where you want them to go. So. I know some of you get impatient and you look down on, on the people who are wanting to go back to the old times, whether it's uh, through religions or through just social values. But in a sense, they, they serve as a balance for those of you who want a lot of change immediately. Because you're living in this 3D world, there are certain physics that take place. and that balance out the changes, because you're living in a 3D world right now, the way it is that the change, changes can't just come in the instant. They unfold over a period of time, even though time doesn't exist, but they unfold. And that's so appropriate right now. That doesn't mean to give up your dreaming, your benching, your desire for a better way for humanity, but it means also to honor those who are kind of at the back, uh, just holding the, the team of wild horses uh, back to, to a degree. Uh, they're not going to overcome your desires and your dreams for changes on this planet, for the Atlantean dream to come true. Uh, they're not, they couldn't possibly hold it back. There's too much momentum, too many wild horses. But do honor them for having it unfold at a pace that is manageable by most people. So, dear Chambra, in the midst of all these changes that are taking place, there is a natural protection for you. We've seen it. Uh, direct uh, experience, direct evidence for Chambra in the past couple of shouts. <clears throat> and uh, by purpose, by design. Uh, now, it's not that we knocked over the tree uh, in Kona at the villa. But it was such that uh, there was that natural protection, not just from Kaldra and Linda, but from all Chambra and all on our side. To make this example, to say that things are going to happen, trees are going to fall, fires are going to burn. But for you, in the work that you're doing, as long as you're staying on that park bench, meaning as long as you are without uh, the political agenda or a moral agenda or trying to change humanity, as long as you are simply here to radiate your light to the planet so they can see into the potentials, so they can see into what is now being called dark energy. 
And it doesn't mean dark as in negative. It simply means the unknown energies, which are the potentials. As long as you're here in your mastery on the planet, uh, then you have this natural protection. You'll see all sorts of things happen around you, but there will be that protection. Let's take a good deep breath with that as I take a sip of the coffee, as Calder and Lynch, Linda mentioned earlier, uh, <clears throat> a little bit um, smoky in here from the recent fires. Um, smell of smoke. So, natural protection. You heard about the fire, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of test Calder's comfort level here, which I actually thoroughly enjoyed doing. He gets so squeamish. I, I, you know, his energy changes from kind of a nice, um, what I would call an electric blue kind of shimmering to uh, kind of a murky green when I do this. But I'm going to push it because it's also an example of stop holding yourself back, uh, stop doubting so much. So on December 30th, this fire that's been talked about broke out caused by high winds. It was the end of 2021, and it happened right here in this area where the Crimson Circle Connection Center is located. That's not just a coincidence. You're going to start realizing that there really aren't coincidences. You're going to learn how to connect the energy dots, and you're going to be amazed at how pretty simple it actually is. But it happened right here. Why? Well, because here is a focus for Chambra from all around the world. You take tens of thousands of Chambra who are located all over the planet, but there is kind of a um, kind of a central collection point right here at the Crimson Circle Studio. End of the year, the the extreme winds that that came around winds symbolic of moving energy, pushing things through. Sometimes. The energies tend to get bogged down or stuck, and then the winds come up. So in a way, you could say that Chambra was the wind. Time to get on with it. Time to move forward into the uh, next level of the human species, into a new level of consciousness, into an understanding of what energy is. So Chambra becomes the wind. The winds were fierce. As Caldra mentioned, 100 miles per hour, 160 kilometers per hour, the winds were fierce bringing in change at the end of the year for what comes next in 2022. Next, the winds having no agenda to do anything other than to move energies that have been stuck for a long time. The winds cause something to blow over, something to spark a fire. Now, Chambra is not the fire. Chambra was simply the wind. The fire starts, the winds keep raging, and pretty soon you have this huge fire in this area right around the Crimson Circle Connection Center. The Crimson Circle Center, Chambra Central, w was in a natural protection. And yes, it was difficult for Caldra, Linda, the staff, all of you Chambra out there to wonder what was going to happen knowing that, of course, if something did happen, it could be rebuilt, but certainly not wanting to have to go through that process. And suddenly the fire is consuming uh, many, many homes in the area, consuming a, a large uh, geographical area with a lot of loss, but very, very little 
very little human loss. There's more pet loss than there was human loss. And then the fires quieted down, the winds receded. And in the aftermath, there's a lot of reflection, particularly for the people in this area, but for people everywhere. What would it be like to lose your home, your valuables, your possessions? And I was feeling into it the other day as all this was occurring, and feeling into humanity, mass consciousness, anybody who had kind of tuned into all this going on. And so many people realized in this feeling in that valuables can be replaced. Well, there's a sadness with it, but valuables can be replaced. It causes so many people to realize how they get caught up in that sometimes. Cause many people to realize, what do I want to do next? Now, now that I'm healthy, I'm safe, what do I want to do next with my life? What's important to me? The question is still out with most of these people not really knowing, but at least posing the question within themselves. So the fires came through, created uh, international attention, and again, uh, to make uh, Calder a bit uncomfortable, it's no, simply no coincidence that it happened right here, that Chambre was the wind of change. And how changes occur, whether it was through a fire or, or anything else, how they occur doesn't really matter, but the fact is that it, it prompts a change to occur. You're going to find the same in your lives. You're going to find your own wind coming through, moving things, shifting things, particularly at times when you're questioning yourself, times when you have fear about taking that next step, and the winds will come around. But this is to know that you have that natural protection. This is the attribute of a master, the natural protection. In other words, it may move things, but it's not going to kill you. It may shift things, but it's not going to uh, create such a situation that you won't be able to handle it uh, at all. So I ask each and every one of you right now, let's take that deep breath into your natural protection and allow it. It's here. It's, it's part of being a master. It's part of, you could almost say, your, your agreements or, or your demands uh, for staying here on the planet. It's easy to worry about what's going to happen. It's easy to get into fear and then to do nothing instead of doing something, to hold back, to not follow your dreams or your heart. It's easy to worry about what comes next, the future. But I want you to really feel into this natural protection that's there, not, not from some angelic counsel, not from me, but it's your own, it's your master protection at play. And no coincidence that uh, right as we're here doing this shout, that the President of the United States, Joe Biden, is going to be here in, in the area. And by the way, Carrie, if uh, Joe Biden comes over to the studio here while we're recording, just would you please make him a cup of coffee, yeah. have him wait in the, in the uh, Masters Club for a bit, and, and I'll get with him later. Okay. So I've been uh, talking to uh, Joe Biden. I, I call him JR. Of course, um, I've been talking to Jr. lately, 
uh, not like in his waking state. He's in the dream state. And uh, by the way, I'm I'm totally apolitical. It doesn't bother me if somebody's a conservative or a communist. It doesn't matter. I've been dealing with politics and royals and everything else for a long, long time. But I've been talking to him lately, and saying, "JR, you know, you're the president of the United States of America. Uh, you really are not a politician. It's not about moving legislature, getting laws passed. That's the job of other people. Your job is to be here to inspire. To inspire. That's that's what the Americans need. That's what." people in any country need from their leaders is inspiration, genuine inspiration, real inspiration. They don't need you to pass a lot of laws. As a matter of fact, you should get rid of all the laws. They don't need you to increase taxes. You should get rid of taxes, but they need to be inspired. And I said, JR, you know, you got elected, but a little bit more light would be kind of beneficial right now. A little bit more light shining from you. You've kind of, you've kind of held back your light. You're you're playing the political game. You're trying to do the right thing. Nobody really cares. Uh, they're gonna, they're the Senate, the Congress. They're gonna, they're gonna fight amongst themselves. What they need is light right now. In, inspiration. I said, Joe, remember this. Inspire consciousness. And that kind of deer-in-the-headlight look, even though he was in a dream state, but didn't quite get it. And I said, JR, they want to know that there is hope. They want to know that there is possibilities. They want to know that you're not just another politician playing the political game, trying to get reelected, trying to get to you know certain agendas through. Shine your light. Shine your light. And I said, you know, here's what I would suggest. You've got this oval office. I like to call it the circle office. You got this oval office. You got a real nice chair in there. But now get yourself a real nice park bench. Put it over on the on the side there. There's a little space there on, on, under the portrait of Abraham Lincoln. Put it over there. And you know, once, maybe twice a day, go over there and sit on that park bench and just radiate your light. You've, you've got good light. You're just not putting it to use. Shine your consciousness. Stop worrying about uh, Democrats and Republicans. Stop worrying about bills and stop worrying about your big agenda with all this. Mo- How much money is that bill that, that you're trying to get passed? Stop that. What people need right now is inspiration, is your light. I'm not sure if he got it or not, but at least what I said was enough to get him to this area. And again, if he stops by, it's okay if you get his signature. Um, I'll give you mine as well to go with it. Uh, but so much so, no, and this is no coincidence. This is no um, connecting stray dots. I mean, it happened right here. It's no, no coincidence that we're right here as well. So that's what you're doing. You're not here to work on agendas or save the world. You've done that. And there's others now who come up from the ranks to take over what you were doing. You're not here to promote uh, any sort of dogma. Uh, you're not here to, 
to uh, to debate social issues. That's not why you're here. And I know you've heard these words from me before, and but yet many of you keep going back and trying to do that. You, you just feel it's so important. The most important thing you can do right now is to be here on the planet and shine your light. That's it. Now, when you do that, all the rest of the stuff works out for you personally. You have that natural protection. Abundance flows your way. You have that entire flow working for you now. You're not having to work at uh, your light body. It just becomes. You're not having to work at uh, situations. They just work themselves out. Life gets pretty easy. Uh, Then there's a tendency to think, well, now I need to go and start preaching, and I need to start changing others. No. Just like JR, sit in that park bench. What the world needs right now is those who are inspiring consciousness simply by shining their light. It's pretty simple stuff, because right now the planet is on the verge of many, many big changes. I'm not talking about up ahead in the future. I'm talking about we're in the middle of them right now. The world's going through so many changes that have been asked for. They're not being inflicted on the planet. They've been asked for by others. And one of the big things in that is the ability for humans, for humanity, to see potentials they haven't seen before, to see beyond duality, to see beyond old battles and fights, to see beyond their ancestors, to see beyond old traditions, to see beyond uh, the just enough consciousness on this planet right now. They need to see into this, what I call dark energy, into the potentials that they couldn't see before. Then it's up to them to choose, up to them to decide what they want to do. But when they are in the dark, in other words, they're so limited, the only potentials they're seeing are the ones handed down to them from their ancestors and the ones that they've boxed themselves into in this lifetime then things will continue to be the same and the same and the same until something blows it up. But if the light is shined into this dark energy, into the potentials, then they can see and say, there is perhaps a better way. And they may have fear in trying it and bringing it into experience, but at least they know it's there. They can say there is a way around things like global hunger. There is a way to work with the leaving of Gaia right now and taking responsibility for the planet. There's a lot of noise and a lot of talk right now about the environment and about global warming, global cooling, global global planet or climate change. But they don't really see the potentials. Then they get lost in in the minutia. They don't they get lost in the real minutia and they start dedicating all their energy to things like wind power or solar, which are okay, but they're very limited. What the globe and what humanity needs to see right now is have an understanding of energy. What in the hell is it? Rather than just let's build some more windmills, which will become obsolete pretty soon, because there will be a much bigger understanding of what is energy and how do we make it work for us in what we're doing. And that's what you're here for. Just like JR, except he's a politician, you're a metaphysician. You're here to shine that light. And it's as simple as sitting on, on the park bench on a chair 
in your bathtub, wherever it happens to be on your car seat. It doesn't matter. It means let your light shine right now. We'll talk about it in a moment, but most of the worries you've had about your own life, most of the processing and the problems and the people and all the rest of that, that's going away. Maybe not fast enough, but it's going away. You're not going to have to work at your life, at your survival, at just barely getting by anymore. You're not going to have to do that unless you want to. But I feel most of you are tired of that. You want to go beyond, and it's actually pretty simple. It's, it's all about allowing. That's it. Allowing. It's a natural evolution. It's about allowing. But when you get caught in doubt and worry, you get caught up in uh, old battles, and uh, you get caught up in, in really uh, questioning so much who you are, uh, then then you're not allowing that. It's as simple as taking that step into allowing and then seeing what happens with that natural protection. Hello, dear sweet Linda Visa. How are you today? Fine. I'm going to have, would you like a, a bite? No, thank you. Mm. Fine. I'm quite fine. Mm. You know, being in the house at Keyhawk and then having to race right over here. Mm. Works up an appetite. Amazing. Um, this is so delicious. Mm. Mm. Can we just stop and uh, pause the, this shout for a while while I eat? Mm. That flourless chocolate cake is pretty amazing. It doesn't matter if it has flowers or not. It's pretty amazing. Mm. And Calder is telling me it's not polite to lecture and eat, but I can do what I want. That's, Would you like so? That's that, delicious. You go for it. And you coffee go, to wash down? You go for it. I mean, it's just poor Jeff that has to watch this later. Yeah, he's somewhere else. So, <laughs> 2022. Ah, for Shambra. You know, I've talked a lot about allowing. Have you noticed that? I mean, have you yes. done a... Yes. Yes? Have you done a, yes. like a word search to see how many times I've used allowing in the last three years? I have not, and between Gene and I, I'm sure we could figure it out. You could probably out. do that. Okay. Uh, it, it would be a lot. It would be significant. Sure. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to stop talking so much about allowing. Why? <laughs> so I'm sorry to You're make... choking a poor caldrum. <laughs> Why? You want to hear more about allowing? Yeah, it's great. It works. Mm. Did you ever get bored with it? No. Oh, I do. Uh, no. I, you know, it's such a simple thing, and, and yet uh, Shambra has a difficult time with it. I'm, I'm going to have a little bit that's more. That's why it's nice when you talk you, about it. You talk it. for a little bit so well, I can That's eat. why when, it, when you talk about it, it's nice, because when I need ease, I, I, I find that place of allowing, mm, yeah. and especially with all the crazy stuff going on. Could I have a little bit more of that um, cream sauce on there? That's very, very good. Uh, just a little bit more, Carrie. Um, just, you know. For, for for me. Thank you. Thank you. Has Joe come by yet? No, no not no. yet. Biden. Oh, no, no. Jerem. I thought you were talking about baby daddy. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, no, I'm going to I'm going to back off allowing. No. Oh. I'm going to go to something new that uh, I'm going to beat to death. Uh, now, <laughs> <laughs> now in 2022 starting today, commencing today, it's going to be about and, and, and that's with four dots after, after it's the ellipses, and. Now, I said a while back that 
I want to be remembered on, on this planet um, by Chambre and all, all. I want to be remembered for two things, allowing and and. I've talked a lot about allowing, but now it's time for and. And it has a lot of um, significance. It's the and dot, 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 dot. Remember in our last session, which you probably don't remember, is I talked about the difference between thought and consciousness. Thought is like uh, and and then a period. Uh, consciousness is like and dot, 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 dot. It continues on. It keeps going. That's consciousness. So we're going into the and dot, 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 dot. The and. Uh, and this is kind of the exciting. Thank, thank you, Gary. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, good. Could I get a clean fork, please? I don't want to get. No, we'll take it. I I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'll eat with my hands if I have to. It's Calder's germs. Uh, so we go into the and now, and we're going to be talking a lot about that in the upcoming Pronost. Uh, in Master's Life 15 is going to be a lot about the and. Here's the heads up on it, that you as Shambra, as a Master, we're going to be going beyond uh, the single nature of reality, the singular nature, into the and. That means you're going to be walking in both worlds. You're going to be on both sides of the river. You can be on both sides at one time. You can be on one side at one moment, the other side at the other moment. But we're going into the and. In Pronost 2022, I'm going to talk a lot about metaphysics, the new physics for you. What this means is that you're, you're still going to be in the human reality uh, with gravity and, and air and uh, your heartbeat and everything else. Now we're going into the end into the metaphysics, the beyond physics, while staying here, right here on this planet. It's never been done by a group before. It's very challenging at times to the mind. But to your true nature, to your soul, it's not challenging at all. It's natural. We're going into the and with staying here on the planet and being able to be in this reality with others, or the illusion of others, and also to be a master. Going into the and where you realize that energy really does serve you. And we're going beyond theory. Theory is wonderful to kind of get things going, theory and discussion, but we're going to be going into the actual experience of it. We could have talked a lot about the theory, for instance, of uh, natural protection. Uh, we did a little bit, but then there's nothing like experiencing it, uh, as you know, dear Linda, from the tree falling on the house to the recent fires. You're in the experience now, and it's a whole different thing. It has so much more depth and meaning, and it can be frightening, and sometimes there is a desire to stay in the theory, but then there's a time to dive into the experience. We could talk all day long about this delicious cake and the cream sauce on it, but until you actually have the experience, kind of meaningless. Mm. So, it's a big turning point for Chambra into the ant. Now, if you still want to believe that you are not realized, well, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, what a fool. Third, 
Get over it. <laughs> but I'm just being clear. I mean, yes, you are. <laughs> well, here's the thing you were already realized, you just didn't realize it, or you wanted to pretend that you weren't. You are realized. And it, it doesn't mean that you're uh, faking it at all. It means you're returning to a natural state. That's what you chose to come here to do. To become realized uh, is truly just about accepting yourself and, and all that is. That's pretty much it. Uh, and to stop hiding in the illusion that you're just a human, uh, just a regular human. I mean, you are a human and you're also realized. This whole game of realization, enlightenment, and everything else is, is, is fine for a while, but there just comes a point where you, you just let it go and you realize that you're realized. It, it's not a great big deal. You don't need anybody else to validate it. You don't have to go through a lot of hoopla and ceremony to get there. It's just, I am realized. I mean, it's about that simple. And then you realize that you were always realized, and then it's a great big comedy show because. You look back in your life and the games you played pretending that you weren't realized because you were having fun playing those games. But now you're realized. Now, oftentimes you say, well, if I'm realized, then why doesn't everything just happen in perfection? And why am I not uh, totally healthy and totally wealthy? Well, because first of all, you were playing the game that you weren't, so it takes a little while for things to kind of catch up. Secondly, that's not what it's about. <laughs> not about suddenly being able to, you know, wave your hand and have uh, fairy dust fall all around you. There's nothing to do with it. That's macchio. That's distraction. Being realized simply means I am that I am. I accept all that I am, and I accept that I am much more than what I thought I was when I thought I was unrealized. I accept that there's a lot more to my past than I remember. There's a lot more potentials than I ever was uh, chose to believe there were. There's a lot more about me that I was hiding. Maybe because of shame, maybe because it was a great game. And suddenly you realized, I am realized. And it's, a, it's about like that. It's not a whole lot different than saying, I'm going to go brush my teeth. Uh, just, I am realized. That's it. Let's get on with it. We've got a lot of benching to do. This planet is going through incredible changes. I have to admit, faster than even what I or any of the other Ascended Masters thought. There's such a desire for uh, the metamorphosis for the planet, and such a desire for change, and uh, not, not little change, not like just a few more million people getting fed at night, but I'm talking big change on the planet, a whole different system of nature on the planet that's coming about, uh, the whole whole new human species that's coming about, whole new way of uh, what, what you now call finance, uh, money, economy coming about. It's not just saving a few more trees or a few more dolphins, which are fine, but the changes are so much bigger, epic. The changes involve uh, physics, and that's what we're going to be talking about very soon, about physics and the technology that's supporting that, technology that's the wind of changes 
that's bringing about a new level of physics on the planet. There are some who will get it a lot sooner than others. I'm not saying that the whole planet suddenly is going to understand the metaphysics of reality, but there are enough like you that will, and the others will follow. I saw that. (laughs) The others will follow. But there are enough like you that will understand the the impact of uh, this is delicious. It's very difficult to be trying to talk and eat at the same time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're doing enough for both of us. I'm, I am. <laughs> mm. I'm dab my my moustache here. Intentional distraction, dear Shambra, because this gets so heavy uh, or so. Meta beyond that, and I understand the word meta is now being overused, but that's what happens. You know, you take the lead and everybody follows. Um, but a new physics coming to the planet, the winds of that change are coming from technology, but the real change is in the physics of reality. We talked about some of it from time to time, get it? Time to time. Uh, because one of the things is the illusion of time. Time does not exist unless. You want it to, and then it exists. Space doesn't exist. There is no past or future unless you want them to be to go through a certain type of experience. Then it's fine. But then you get tired of that experience and you realize it's time for change. Physics into understanding that there are so many layers to your reality, but you're operating on one layer. And as you open up to the other layers, you realize a tremendous sense of freedom from the single layer you've been working in, and then you also realize the tremendous potentials that are in the other layers. So we're going into the and, the and. Walking in both worlds, you've you've heard about it, you've read about it, uh, you've read the theories about it, but very few have ever really done it. It sounds wonderful. Aren't you excited, Linda? That's not the word I'd use. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and please understand that we're not talking about hokey things like time traveling. There is no such thing as time traveling. You cannot travel in time. You're doing a workshop about that. I know. <laughs> That's my point. Time traveling with Adamus, there is no such thing as time traveling. And you know, it's gonna be a real surprise. I wonder what we're gonna do the rest of the day. Because you come to realize that <clears throat> that time is not real. You don't travel in time. You simply allow yourself to experience. What's in this coffee? It wasn't me. You, you don't travel in time because it doesn't exist. But the fact is that you can be experiencing things that one would say were in the past, which really aren't mm. in the past, they're right now, right now, or the future, which doesn't really exist, and experiencing them right now. In other words, you dissolve time or the illusion of time, and suddenly you can travel wherever you want with great Ah. ease. You don't hop in some uh, little techno machine and travel back to the year 523, for instance, uh, or into the future. That's kind of limited human consciousness. Mm. It's kind of fun to a degree. But you see, nobody's done it because you know, you can't time travel. You can experience, though, a multitude of realities in the and, and that 
is now I have to increase the price. Now I'm excited. I have to increase the price because we just gave away so, so much of what we we're going to be doing. So <laughs> now I'm excited. So, dear Shambra, uh, we are going to go in, into the and, uh, into the new physics uh, of the planet, and into the experience of it, not just the the theory of it, into experiencing uh, what it's like. And it's not always going to be easy. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be. It's going to be so uh, beyond. I guess is uh, the word that you'd use here, uh, and. and so you get the feeling. It's like, how could I have been stuck in that old linear reality for so long? Now you're in the and. But to a degree, to a large degree, the, the human st- still has a hard time with it because there's a, a huge disorientation that occurs. When your energy anchor points are in a single reality layer, and you get used to that after a while, and suddenly you're releasing those reality anchors and you're probing now into other realities, whether you anchor or not, is going to throw your, your body and, and your mind into a state of uh, confusion. And I know you don't like confusion. I know I hear Linda just about every day say, you know, just everything's so crazy. Everything's disoriented. Yeah, well, this is only the beginning. We're going to be talking about how to cope with that. I don't like that word cope, to strike that from the record. We're going to learn how to uh, adapt and adjust to it. Uh, We're going to learn how to, there's going to be disorientation. There's going to be a certain degree of physical discomfort. We're going to learn to go beyond that. We're going to learn, as we have been doing for a long time, just going beyond the mind into sheer knowingness, just knowing it. So we have all this to look forward to into the and starting right now in 2022. Starting right, excuse me, Wally. Mm. And how's your dessert? That's my dinner. That's not my dessert. <laughs> Can't wait to see what's for dessert. Okay. So uh, let's take a deep breath. And uh, would you write that on your little magic uh, board there? And dot, 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 dot. Going into the new physics, uh, talk about it in depth uh, also at in Pronos, but uh, this is what life is going to be about for you. Stop worrying about the old crap. I, I just I talk about that in a minute, but stop obsessing with these things. Let's get on with what we're here to do. Sit on the park bench and experience life in a whole new way, opening up the other realms now. To, for other people who come by this way who are also choosing something more. This is what you came here for. You didn't come here to work through problems or change the planet. You came here for this. So I've been trying to get through to JR, uh, Joe Biden, uh, to him. Stop trying to be a politician. Stop trying to save the planet. Simply inspire the consciousness of Americans, of people everywhere. It's the greatest thing you can do. Is he going to listen? Let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, Here's some wagers going on here. You never know. You never know. Maybe the visit here, maybe coming so close to the Crimson Circle Connection Center could cause a drastic shift in consciousness. Who knows? We'll find out soon enough. Uh, Good. Uh, And. Very nice handwriting. Good. 
That, that's what it's all about going forth. I'll still talk once in a while about allowing, but now it's the and. And also on the schedule for today. I've got a few guests here. Well, quite a few guests with us uh, today. First of all, I have FM, the one formerly known as John Kaderka, but doesn't want to be called that anymore. So just FM. He's been working on that FM link, been testing it out uh, for the past couple months, and now it's time for a report from him. Now, FM doesn't want to be channeled by anyone. He's, he doesn't uh, particularly care for that. So I'll be doing the reporting. Uh, FM did in particular ask that his adorable, loving, and cherished partner, Leslie, be here with us today. If we could get a shot of Leslie so everybody knows that she's sitting right here with us at the Crimson Circle Connection Center. Uh, he wanted that that energy, and so here she is. Uh, and this was at the very special request of John Kaderka, who brought it up to me and Caldera while Caldera was in the shower today. But that's where things happen. You know, it's the and. Uh, and uh, delight to have you here, Leslie. And and John is literally crying right now. Literally. Now you're going to get Caldera crying. I never cry. It's always Caldera. <laughs> It's always him. So uh, we've got that, and we have a lot of uh, Chambra that have crossed over to the other side in the last oh, 10 years or so that uh, were part of the FM team uh, that have been working with him on this link. So that's what we're going to be talking about now. Uh, I'll be reporting on FM's findings. So once again, the setup here, FM, formerly John Kaderka, formerly the uh, engineer here, a studio manager and technical engineer at the studio, who um, did so much for Chambra when he was here on Earth and crossed over so he could do his real work from the other side. So when FM left, he wanted to find a way to, uh, to gift Chambra, to leave something for Chambra. And he realized that one of the challenges that he had, one of the biggest challenges, was just feeling, hearing, and experiencing not only his human self, but his master, his soul self. He worked at it very, very hard, uh, but being an engineer, he thought about it way too much. And even before his death, he, he thought to himself that it's just something that he missed out on in this lifetime. It didn't happen. But later on, he realized it was happening. He just didn't, he wasn't in awareness of it. He set out to find uh, a way to remind Chambra that this link between human and divine is always there. Granted, it's been, it's been covered up for a long time, but it's always there. It's not somewhere else. It's not out in the stars. It's not something you're going to learn through uh, studying uh, esoteric materials. It's not something that anybody else can give you, and it's not something that you can get by hopping around the world opening portals. It's always, always there. But due to its subtlety and its very close personal nature, it often goes out of awareness, unused, unconnected to. So FM said, I want to create something that is going to help remind Chambra that 
they can hear and communicate and connect with their soul, their master. There's no barriers. There's no, there's no ceiling that would prevent it from happening. It's simply allowing. But how do you get one to allow when they're so closed down? And FM knew it for himself. Uh, very, very mental. So he set about uh, tinkering and playing and working with other Chambra who have crossed over. Uh, and uh, we'll show the list here. Uh, we'll show the, uh, all the, the ones who, not all of them, the ones who are in the In Memoriam page on the Crimson Circle website. But there's many more in addition to that. FM rounded them up and said, the work here that we can do, the service we can provide to Chambra is the reminder that the inner communication, the communication between human and divine is right there. It's not something you earn. It's not something you can buy. It's not something you can even suffer for. It's just right there. It's simply a matter of acknowledging it. So he gathered them, the ones you're seeing here, and others up, said, let's start working on it. They collected, they talked about their own experiences. Some had realized that, that this connection was there at times, but it never seemed to stay. It, it seemed to go away. Many said uh, they'd never experienced it. Until they came to the other side, free of the body and the mind for the most part, and had that head-smack realization it was always right there. It was so close that they overlooked it. It was right at their feet. So the question was, how do we get Chambra? to realize it's right there. FM and the others tinkered and played and devised this thing called the uh, FM, uh, the Chambra FM radio, which means a light, an awareness uh, that they would shine from within their own knowingness, collected as a group and collected their own knowingness that this light had always been there, they just overlooked it. And they began to, you could say, broadcast it, to radiate it. It started in the middle of September of last year and went through December 21st, 2021. They radiated their light. They did their bench sitting on the other side, in the other realms, uh, radiating it, and all the time working together uh, and working with many of the Ascended Masters to collect the information, what's happening. How is this being received? Where do we go? How do we refine it? How do we go to the next step? So here we have a situation where there was a lot of Chambra, tens of thousands of Chambra on the earth. Many who, well, first of all, won't allow themselves to admit that they're realized. Uh, we have thousands that already do, but many that still don't. They, they want some lightning bolt or some something like that. No, it's just you know. Oh yeah, I'm realized. And then, then you go put on your shoes. Uh, I mean, it's that simple. The situation analysis, according to FM, is that he, he likes getting very logical about this. The situation analysis: tens of thousands of Chambra looking for answers, but generally looking outside themselves. You can tell them to their face that they're realized, and they're going to walk away and. Go try to find it somewhere else. You can tell them to their face that this interconnection between human and divine has always been there, 
Granted that it's been intentionally hidden away for a long time, just like the wisdom. Uh, it was always there, but it wasn't really accessible for a long time, but now it is. Situation analysis. How, how do you remind Chambra that this connection is there? And it's not giving them the connection. It's not like a passcode or a, a secret key that opens the connection. It's simply a reminder. How do you get it through to them that this is so natural and so simple? And when they tend to be uh, rather stubborn, <laughs> they tend to always be looking outside themselves for the answer, and they tend to want to have that lightning bolt effect rather than just taking a deep breath and allowing. So that's where their work went. They began broadcasting in September. Broadcasting, I mean radiating, but um, FM likes the word broadcasting, so we'll use that. They began broadcasting, and it went on for months until December 21st. Then it was time for data analysis. <laughs> Not my words, and this is coming direct from FM. I, data analysis, and a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, analyzing data and facts and information and energy. And uh, FM is telling me right now that I'm exaggerating, which I am, but uh, I can do that. He didn't want to call to channel him, so I get to say what I want to say. So here's where we are now. We're going to be, we, FM and, and his team, are going to be restarting the transmission or the radiance on January 22nd, 2022, on the day of Pronost. It's because that uh, is it because of the numerology. Doesn't really matter. It's a date that you remember. It's fun. Uh, what if we just said uh, January twenty eighth? I mean, no big deal. But you say, you say January twenty second, twenty twenty two. It's like, ooh ah, and it ties into when we're doing pronost. So I guess it is an ooh ah after all. So the rebroadcast will start at that point. Here are some of the things that were learned along the way, and then we'll talk about some of the adjustments that are going to take place uh, and that will stay in place for a long time. A couple of observations. Linda, would you write a list of these, please? Okay. Uh, observations from FM. Number one, noise. FM was overwhelmed by the amount of noise that's uh, on the planet right now. And I'm not just talking about the noise you hear with your ears, but I'm talking about the radio signal noise. FM had a background in uh, um, electronics and wavelength and sound and things like that. Uh, so he was very fascinated, but he was overwhelmed with the amount of noise that's on the planet right now. Physical noise, uh, the, the non-physical, in other words, what you don't hear, just energy noise on the planet. He went back about 30 years uh, in his studying. Wow. It was funny to watch. I'm sitting at the Ascended Masters Club every night drinking brandy or wine, and he's studying somewhere. So I'm just, it was interesting. Maybe he likes that. He does like that. I'm giving him a hard time because, again, he didn't want Calder to channel. He could be saying things about me if he had allowed uh, Calder to channel him, but hey, this is my show. So noise. He went back 30 years and realized the, the energy noise level on the planet had increased by a factor of 87 times 87. 
in 30 years. A lot of it has to do with all the uh, devices that you all have now, uh, and how many devices per person, at least two on the planet right now, average, and it's going to continue going up. There's a lot of energy noise with that. The devices need stations that do the broadcasting and receiving. That's caused, uh, added to the noise. There's more people on the planet. That's added to the noise. Every computer chip that's produced and inserted in something creates a noise. And then there's the noise from the increased levels of emotions on the planet, the increased levels of consternation, confusion, everything else has caused an 87 times increase in the noise levels on the planet. You know, it's times 87. How do you hear yourself in the midst of all this noise? And he realized that was probably the number one barrier right now that's going on. Even when you close your eyes, it's still noisy. How, how do you get through to Chambra uh, with all the other noise going around? Because uh, let's say they go inside to listen to the Divine within, but the mind is still picking up, uh, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, on all this other noise that's going on. So that was probably the number one factor in this whole thing, is noise. Next thing he realized, uh, we'll put it as processing. And again, these are coming from FM, uh, not from me, but I agree with him. He realized that Chambra still does a tremendous amount of processing, processing of uh, the emotional issues from their past, from from today. They process things that haven't happened yet. They they process uh, problems that haven't even occurred. They process the future. All this processing is a is a extreme distraction from hearing the real Divine Voice within. Now my 44 cents worth on that. I think processing is generally a waste of time. Uh, humans have gotten into processing, processing emotional issues, going to counselors, and it's not bad about going to counselors, but processing can become addictive and it becomes obsessive. There is a tremendous amount of constant processing, rolling it around in your head. And there comes a point where you just say, no more processing, no more. I'm not going to kind of try to keep figuring this out. Oftentimes when you go to uh, for counseling, uh, the counselor is really there processing their own stuff at your expense. Mm. In other words, you're paying to have them process their issues. But now you've got both of them, both you and the counselor processing, and both caught in that trap of processing. There's a point of being aware of things that happened in your life, of experiences, and not just running from them or burying them. There's a point of awareness and say, this thing happened. But then instead of processing, you go into the and. This thing happened in my life. It was very traumatic. Uh, and there's so much more surrounding it that I'm not immediately aware of, but I can be. In other words, the incident that happened and was recalled by the, uh, by the brain and its uh, electronic circuits is not really what happened. Processing uh, actually invigorates all that uh, electronic and chemical activity in the mind, uh, and it justifies the 
the incident, and it also limits the incident. FM was surprised, astonished actually, uh, at the amount of processing that Schomburg still does. He came marching over to my uh, big chair at the Ascended Masters Club one day and literally threw down his papers, his books, his research data, and basically called me out for not calling you out. Basically said, Adamus, you're working with Chambra. They've entrusted you. And why have you not called them out on their excessive processing? And I said, well, oh, you should go talk to Tobias. That was really his job, not mine. <laughs> and pretty soon Tobias, knowing that I was talking about him, came over and we did talk about it. And it's a very delicate thing. How do you tell somebody to just get over it without sounding uh, that you're without compassion? How do you tell somebody that the continued processing of issues basically creates a, a ghost or a, kind of a, uh, a demon within yourself? It brings it to life, and then it will stay there and continue uh, in your life, causing you to process. Processing is addictive, uh, it's obsessive, and it's can be difficult to go beyond, but ultimately it's, it's, uh, it's your choice. You can't really work at it, because then you, you get, uh, as you know, like trying to process or work with aspects. Uh, that It just doesn't work. It actually gives credence. It gives them uh, power. So you can't really work at it, but you can choose. You can choose not to process anymore. When you catch yourself in that, the emotional processing, the poor me, the going back in, in your mind and reliving experiences, you just take a deep breath and you and it. You realize, all right, that's happening, uh, but I'm going to and now. I'm going to move into my wisdom. I'm going to move into the future, which really isn't in the future. It's right now because there is no time traveling, but it's right here. And you say, all that is brought into wisdom. And I don't need to keep processing. The, the allowing it into wisdom, the, uh, the alchemy of bringing any experience into wisdom is the release of processing. Then you realize that processing was uh, belabored, old, uh, a waste of energy, it kept you from your true freedom. So those are the two biggest factors, noise and processing, that uh, FM came up with that were causing so many of you not to really be aware of this radiance that was going out from the FM team reminding you that it's already there. You already have the God link within you. Not a God to the uh, some outer unknown realms, but the God within you, the divinity within you. Uh, then we had a few other issues. I, I don't want to go labor too much into them. Uh, FM created a report that was a, an Earth um, uh, if a, uh, um, comparison would be about 300 pages long. <laughs> And but uh, one of the other issues was uh, the the lightning bolt effect. So many of you expect, and you can write that just lightning bolt. So many of you expected a lightning bolt. You're going to tune in, and boom, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't because it doesn't need to. It's very subtle. Uh, yes, there's a lot of noise, but it's very subtle, and it's always right there. The difference in this built-in link that you have between human and divine, the difference is that 
it's always there. The other noises that, uh, that tend to be there come and go. They're, they're uh, not always. They're, they're temporary. Some stay longer, some shorter, but this God link is always there, always there. Look for that. Feel into that. Feel into, uh, and you're not listening for something. You're feeling into it. Feel into the things that are always, always, always there. And there's not many. One of them is the God link. The other stuff it comes and goes, and there's a certain feeling or a resonance with that. You could tell what's temporary, what's coming and going, what's uh, not needed, what's uh, ready for a new experience. But the God link is always there. Feel for that. There's some that want this lightning bolt to come down and strike them, and it's just not going to happen. And FM wanted me to really underline that. It's stop looking for the big lightning bolt, the explosion, the big drama, because the, the, your God communication doesn't work like that. It's subtle. I believe they talk about the still, small voice within. It's still. It's not small. It's still. And it's within, and it's always there. Uh, next is uh, something that uh, that FM uh, concluded, but I had already been talking about it in Kihak in particular. The the thing about I don't feel anything. <laughs> now, this was funny to talk to FM about it. I don't feel anything because he was Mister. I don't feel anything. He could wear sandpaper for his underwear, and he probably wasn't going to feel it. Uh, he was just not a, he was a mental person. He, he just, he blocked out feelings. And when he got to the other side, he realized that he really uh, limited himself in experience. Great mind, but he didn't let himself feel it. He thought that feeling was going to overcome his logic and his, his, his mind. So therefore, he intentionally blocked it out, whether it was from people or whether it was from his own personal experience. He got to the other side and he realized right away that he feels everything. And it's so beautiful to be able to really feel. And I'm not talking about just emotional feelings. I'm talking about sensory awareness. He realized that he was a sentient being who was trying not to be sentient, who was trying not to feel. And he realized what a tremendous waste of time. And then he tried to unfeel that. You know, he started feeling that, boy, I've really missed a lot of richness and experience. And he tried to unfeel it, which he was so used to doing, and it didn't work. And it almost backfired on him because then he felt everything when he crossed over. He felt he felt the love that had always been there, but he never let himself openly feel. Uh, he'd felt the the beauty of nature uh, that he was aware of, but from a distance. He never really let himself feel. He he didn't let himself go into the deep experience. So as as I had already concluded, as he had concluded in his studies, is I don't ever want to hear it again from any of you. I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. You do. But you're playing a game with yourself. And I just don't want to hear about it. So often in our workshops, uh, dear Linda, as you know, uh, in the gatherings, people say, Well, I just don't feel anything. And, you know, I want to make them feel. Uh, <laughs> I want to make them really feel something. No, we'll and, get you a stick. 
not a punch, a stick. Ah, good, a sensei stick. Good, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. do that. Yeah, uh, I wasn't gonna. I was just. Uh, I was shaking my oh, okay. my fist in okay. in kind of a rebellious way. Shaking my okay. fist. Uh, the uh, I was gonna say I never hit anybody, but I think I have in some of the gatherings. You did. I did. Yeah. You did. Well, that's, I got them to feel again. So I don't want to hear that again from any of you ever. I don't feel anything. You're feeling everything. You're just blocking it. And when you continue with that, I don't feel anything, you're not going to feel the and. You're not going to feel the new physics. You're not going to feel the beauty of being a master. Uh, you're not going to feel your own realization. So let's knock that crap off. Uh, uh, we have to think of something. It's kind of like the I don't know. You know, They right, have to right. go sit in the toilet for 10 minutes. Uh, what happens when they say, I don't feel anything? Uh, a bucket of water, yeah, cold yeah. water over the head, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. And we'll, we'll work on say, it. Do you feel that? We'll you work know, on it. Yeah, and if they don't, then uh, hot water. Uh, and, okay, so uh, FM noticed uh, noticed this in his studies. Um, the other thing was, um, I'm going to call it uh, narsophobia. Ooh, write that down. I don't know what that is. That's a made up word. Um, Do you want to spell it? The concern of uh, being narcissistic. The concern of uh, the fear of uh, making yourself special. Uh, what word would you like to use? The uh, do you want this narsophobia? Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, sure. Or just right narcissistic. The, it was I a bit like of a surprise to to me as well as to FM. Narsophobia. I like that. It's, we just invented a new word. Yeah, you're. Yo, I got to do it with you. Yay! Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, and, and you're not being narcissistic in, no. in in letting yourself realize that we just created a new word. Uh, good. <laughs> There's a huge phobia. With Chambra that FM uh, came upon, they don't want to appear to be narcissistic. They don't want to appear to be uh, self-indulgent or grandiose or uh, manipulative. Uh, so they tend to shell up. You know, they go hmm. into their own little shell. And Calder did it on me today when I was talking about the. No, he did. I was talking. I'm trying to talk openly about what's going on. The the wind. Uh, it's none of this is a coincidence, but. Calder's like, oh, 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 everybody's going to think that we're trying to make ourselves so special. Well, fuck yes. I mean, you, you, well, you are. But then you have these pangs of narsophobia uh, that perhaps I'm being narcissistic and thinking that I'm so special that I'm here on the planet as a master at this time of change. Get over it. It's what you came here for. What are you, self-defeating? I mean, lunatics? I mean, this is what you came here for. Uh, FM was <laughs> FM was. They're all laughing. They're all laughing. Go get him, Adamas! Come on, punch him again! Come on! You're too nice to to Shambra on Earth. I, I admit that I am, but, uh, but <laughs> so there's that fear of uh, making yourself too special. You're not here to uh, aggrandize yourself. You're not here to make a big name for yourself. Uh, uh, Calder, Linda, they're never going to be known outside the Chambra circles. They're never going to be written up in history books, which is a good thing. <laughs> they're no, it, truly, they're never going to be. Um, I did as much as I could in my last lifetime in Saint Germain not to become, not to be put on a pedestal, and they still did it. I understand why, but they, <laughs> they, they, they I, I tried to 
I, I <laughs> got rid of a lot of my stuff before I left the planet. I, I didn't want to be you know, some big historical figure because sooner or later, somebody's going to knock that down. Sooner or later, somebody's going to break your record. But back to the point, Schumber didn't doesn't really want to be they're, – they're fearful of being too – powerful is not the right word because there is no power, but that's what they're afraid of from past life experiences, too powerful, too too special. Damn it, if you don't consider yourself special, who is? Uh, don't look to the outside, but you are, and you are here for a reason, and stop diluting it and polluting it. You're here for a reason. They're not going to write about you in history books. They're going to give you a grand celebration at the Ascended Masters Club. That they will do and that you will enjoy. But you're not trying to elevate yourself at the expense of others. You're not trying to make your some big ego play or manipulate other people, uh, create false narratives. Are any of you really trying to create a false narrative about what's going on? I think the the fact is you're looking for a more truthful narrative mm. than than trying to create a false narrative, but then you hold yourself back because you think, well, you know, well, we're just this little group. We can't be that special. Jesus would love what you're doing, uh, and and you know, yes, you brought the president of America right here. But the work that is being done, and it's being done quietly and lovingly, it's like you and Caldera were talking about the angels today. They do it so quietly. They're not looking to have their name up in lights or anything else. They're doing it, and it's working. And now we go into the and. Now we go, we're on both sides of the river, walking in both worlds, no longer theory, but actually doing it. It's going to be disconcerting enough, uh, disorienting enough, and, and challenging on the mind at times enough without this whole game of, what are we calling it? Narsophobia. Narsophobia. Worrying about being, that you're trying to make yourself too special. Uh, you are special. And that's exactly what the God link is going to tell you when you first connect with it. You're going to hear, feel, sense. You are loved and you are special. You are loved by me, your soul. And you taught me love, by the way. And you are special because of what you've chosen to do here, staying on the planet at a time when it's absolutely needed, uh, without what you're doing and, and others on the planet. But I'm talking about you. Without this, the new physics would blast this place apart. It would be too much for it to handle. The, the technology would get out of hand, be used in very abusive ways. I told you a few shouts ago to watch what happens as we bench, watch what happens in the planet, feel into it, and then feel your part into affecting changes that are taking place right now. I could go on and on with uh, FM's list, 300 pages long, of his observations of Chambre. These are the main ones. Uh, that that are in effect, and now he's tweaking and adjusting the this uh, FM link uh, and restarting it on January twenty second. It is simply 
a reminder at the deepest levels, going beyond the noise, going beyond uh, the, the holding back, going beyond any of the things we've talked about today, now refined to remind you that this fruit of the rose, the way out, and the connection and communication between soul and human is there. It's going to be a constant reminder that it's there now and yourself into it. You can still be – this is a big realization for FM – you can still be playing the game that I don't hear it, I don't feel anything, it's not there, and now feel it. Instead of just trying to force yourself to say, well, it's there, but then you're mind battling and saying, but it's really not, I don't hear anything. FM's new signal uh, frequency is going to be into the and. You can play that game and it's there. Let's take a good deep breath with that as we bring this day into a morab, gathering together with FM and Katumi, who's here, of course, and Tobias and all the Shambra who have gone over to the other side to assist FM. Let's now bring this and from theory, from the papers and the books. Let's bring it into reality in, in this grand year of 2022. And means that you're no longer ever stuck with one answer or one solution. And means that there are always alternatives, always, always. There's never just one solution. There's always alternatives, perhaps ones you've never seen before. And means that you are human and you have aches and pains and issues and you get irritable. And But there's the and. You are a master. And is where the human and the master can now, metaphorically speaking, look themselves in the eyes. Human and master. You, the human, looking the master directly in the eyes. You, the master now, looking the human directly in the eyes. The and, the both, the all. You can process your issues until the cows come home, and you can now allow them into wisdom. Just open that, that gate, that fence, <laughs> and let the cows turn into milk. And means that you're no longer stuck in your perpetual processing or pitiful per <laughs> processing, pitiful per processing, that you and it into the wisdom. The processing still might be there, but pretty soon it just fades from consciousness. It's not important and ultimately it goes away because you've anded it. And means you can pretend to be lacking in abundance, 
But then, then you simply and it. The realization that the abundance has always been there. You didn't even have to think about it. You didn't have to plan it. You just, you just opened that door and allowed the and of abundance. That part of you that still wants to be lacking in abundance, ugh, that's fine. But pretty soon that goes out of consciousness. That old game ends. It just fades away. It too gets brought into wisdom. And is a new physics of uh, reality. And there's part of you that wants to believe in magic, wants to believe in the, what has been called fantasy, that it's real. And you've thought about it, you've dreamt about it, but you've dared to take that step into it, wondering what might happen, wondering perhaps it's all just made up. So you've let yourself only dream about it rather than live it. But now we end it. We, we, we go out a different door this time, so to speak. We're not just stuck with the same limited options. We, we bring in the other options. And you realize that in the end, fantasy, well, it's not fantasy, it's reality. What you would call fantasy is a reality, and it is accessible, and it is where you can live and experience as well. And it comes through the end. You realize that we've talked about things like magic. Magic is simply allowing energy to work for you. But there's been a resistance to it. You've approached it from an emotional or a mental basis. And you've kept it out there in fantasy land. But now we open a different door. You have many doors to open in the end. We open a different door and realize that magic is well, well, there is no magic. It's actually just allowing energy to work for you. It appears magical to the muggle, but to you now, it's not at all. It's, it's the way things should be. You wonder why they've bought into the unmagic of life, why they've limited themselves with so few options. And yes, there's a part of you that still wants to be magic and, and hasn't gotten it, but now that you've allowed yourself to let energy serve you, and that it is magic, that old part that wanted to be the magician or was the frustrated magician, it simply starts to fade out. And as it fades out, it loses its strength, and as it loses its strength, it's brought into wisdom and resisted the wisdom for a long time, because then the game would have to end. But now it's brought into wisdom. Ah, Not that wisdom is trying to seduce it, not at all. Wisdom is simply waiting for it. Wisdom is not trying to draw it into its belly. Wisdom is simply there waiting. And in the end, with the illusion of the no magic, it loses its power. It, the old frustration, the old no magic, it loses its power. And now it's brought into wisdom. That's the end. 
The divine connection between human and divine, it's not one that uses words, it's not one that even uses pictures, it's what the mind would call sun's definition without definition, but it's always been there. It's a constant, unlike the other noises and the other connections. It's more constant than even the connection you have to a past life, to the voice of a past life. It's a constant that is always there because it's your energy and it's always been there. I'm going to the and. Go into the and, and suddenly you you just know it's there. You suddenly you suddenly feel it, and you know it's there. And you try at first to put it to words or pictures, but and you realize it doesn't have to be. It doesn't want to be. It's much more free than that. And you wonder how you, the human, will ever understand what it's communicating. But then you take a deep breath into the and, and you realize that you do understand. It's your natural. State of communication and awareness. Words, pictures, symbols—they weren't natural. They were interpretations. But now you go into the and and realize that that song of the soul, the connection between human and master, is always there. And the master isn't trying to tell the human what to do. The master isn't trying to. Make choices in your life. It's just the communication. I am that I am. You are not alone. And the human realizes that it's time to truly accept and allow the master into its house. The master here in this reality. It's the new physics of human and master together, no longer separate. No longer a distance, no longer lost. It's the new physics, human and master. The master enjoying it as much, perhaps even more than the human, being in this realm and being in the realms of the master. The updated FM link. Going to clearly carry that message and the reminder that you feel everything, perhaps, perhaps sometimes too overwhelming. One of the things that FM realized in his research is the extreme sensitivity of Chambra that he had never known before. Extremely sensitive, like a very sensitive radio device, his way of speaking. Very, very sensitive, and that sensitivity caused so many to close up. To isolate themselves because they were so sensitive. He realized that they hid because of their sensitivity, and then they said, "I don't feel anything," because they felt too much. And the FM link now carries the end of saying, "I am sensitive," and. I'm not overwhelmed by it. I can discern within myself what's important to be aware of and what's not important to be aware of. I can discern what's mine and what's not mine. I can be highly sensitive and not overwhelmed by it because 
I don't have to rely on my brain, on my mind for interpretation. That's what caused the overwhelm. I simply rely on my sensitivities, my 200,000 angelic senses, and my very sensual nature now. And with that, I cannot be overwhelmed. FM link comes back now. Carefully tuned in to Chambra, into you. Do you need it? Not at all. But it's nice to know it's there as a constant reminder if you get lost. It's nice to know that there are those who care that would put this out in case you ever. We get so lost, and it's easy to do because even in FM's research, he realized with the increased level of noises on the planet and all the commotion and the intensity of the commotion that will come, there's a tendency once in a while to lose your way. And if you should, simply tune in to the Chambra FM link. And it will remind you, it's all right there. That connection between human and spirit has always been there, always yours. Let's take a good deep breath now. And then, with that, my dear friends, FM bows and nods to each and every one of you. He'll continue his work. He'll drop by from time to time. And on behalf of all the Chambra who left, well, we have Sartre there, and we have Edith there. On behalf of all of them who left, keep on, keep on doing what you do. Keep on being here as masters on the planet. Don't doubt yourself. Don't diminish yourself. Understand why you're here. Shine your light. And as you shine your light, it will now illuminate and open up your own and, and then it will shine out to the world. It'll be the wind that changes according to the desires of humanity. On this planet, let's take a good deep breath. With that, it's been a long day for me. First, the House of Kihak. Now here, I'm going to be getting back to the Ascended Masters Club. Kick my feet up by the fireplace. Continue eating my food here, <laughs> and being in total admiration of Chambra, whether on my side of the veil or on Earth. With that. I am Adamus of Saint Germain. Thank you. And with that, please just stay with the good deep breath, breathing in the beauty of the message. So much here for each of us. Breathing in and opening to, and this whole. 
whole opening to end. Take the good deep breath. Take the good deep breath. Let yourself really feel into all of it. So much beauty, so much beauty and honor from FM and all those with him. Breathe that in and allow it. Allow yourself to feel the beauty of that support, that joy. Take the good deep breath, that good deep breath as we close out this shout. Breathe for you. Thank you. Thank you everyone for being here.